You're listening to the Fan Controlled Sports and Entertainment Podcast Network. Your home for all things fan control. Up next, back to work with Leighton Batiste and Josh Makuga. Get your ear holes ready. It's time to get back to work. Oh, we're back, baby! <laughs> Jim, are we going to go vertical? Or are we doing? Is, is this the thing? Are we doing this guy? Oh, there we go. You like that guy? Yeah. And, like- then, and then you switch us. Boom. Yeah. Uh, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to Back to Work. Uh, we are here every single Monday, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. I'm Josh Makuga. That guy right there is... Leighton Batiste, a.k.a. Fan Control Lay. How are y'all doing this Monday? Oh, that all rhymed. Oh, oh. you just got a catchphrase, my guy. Oh, woo, I got woo, it. Woo. Did you know that, like, in other parts of the world, a lot of people have today off? Like, it's a federal holiday in Ireland, England. Easter Monday is a thing? Oh, okay. I thought – I forgot it was Easter Monday. Oh. Yeah. That's bad. Um, to me, it's wow. uh, it's the saddest day of the year because the Masters is over, and I now have to wait 364 more days until next year's Masters. This is, like, when I start hitting the range really hard. It's sort of like in Happy Gilmore when he starts taking the balls in the batting cage, and that kid's right. like, Awesome. That I'm just getting ready. So this is yes. a hard day for you. It's really tough. Okay. Really Next tough. year I'll send flowers to your house. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah, that. It's so nice. And then and, and or that chicken Alfredo you were eating before oh, the yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. It was it looked good. On a scale of one to ten, Olive Garden. Go. Oh, nine. Right? It's a nine. It's a and nine. I, I don't know why it's not a ten. I will say it's the only restaurant whose salad I get excited for. It's it's the the salad dressing there that I again some of the dishes I haven't tried everything at the Olive Garden I, yeah. I've never had a bad meal there ever yeah I mean yeah uh, I have a nostalgic I always have this memory of Olive Garden so my eighth grade year um, we have a graduation where I went to middle school for eighth graders yeah. and I actually missed the tassel thing because I almost passed out from not eating before graduation oh uh, no and so we celebrated at Olive Garden after so and we we split like two big bowls of salad so I always have this nostalgic memory every time I go to Olive Garden of that That's salad so good oh yeah. man uh, apparently uh, apparently fans in chat are getting absolutely hammered with uh ads and we apologize sorry James uh sorry OVO ghost or are we saying OVO ghost or OVO ghost o- OVO ghost OVO ghost underscore uh but um you know, uh, I I don't I don't control the ads. I don't know how that. Works, <laughs> to be honest with you, <laughs> if Olive Garden served something called chicken makuga, what would that come with? Okay, here's what chicken makuga is. I'm, I'm thinking. Okay, you you get a good chicken cutlet, tenderize mm-hmm. it so you flatten it out like a good chicken parm. Yeah, throw yeah. in some egg wash, little bread. So obviously you're just gonna you're gonna fry it. Yeah, so both it's based, right? just kind right? of right. Mm-hmm. But what you're going to do under, instead of doing like a chicken parm, you're going to sort of make it an open-faced um, uh, a chicken cordon bleu, okay? So okay. you're going to go uh, prosciutto, mm. a little bit of parm, a little bit of mozzarella. Okay. And then probably some sort of like a, I don't want to say an Alfredo sauce, but give me something like a little creamy, but not too creamy. Like something that's got a little oh. bit of flavor, something in there to really oh, mesh. Then we have to use cream. Right, like some kind of milk to make the sauce. Yes, uh, mixing yeah. in wine anywhere in that. Are you a wine guy? Oh yeah, a little white wine, little white wine cream yeah. sauce. Nice. Yeah, boom. Mm. Uh, James Moore, two thousand three. When's the season start? James, 
the season. Uh, we do not have an official date for hoops or football, but those dates are coming soon. And I can tell you, and I said it on Thursday on the Fan Control Show, and I will say it here. We we have a ginormous announcement coming. Yeah, it's huge. Actually. It's 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 I, I bigger than you think. It's bigger than you think. I before the show, I said to myself, I feel so bad because there's so much stuff that we know. I know. And I just want to run into the streets and tell the world. Yes. But we have to follow management, and we'll let you we, know, too. We really do. Uh, our our buddy, uh, Jose Ruckus, in the chat. Jose Ruckus will be here about 1.30 to talk baseball with us. Yeah. The, uh, the infantile baseball season is underway. I want to know how, how real baseball fans are feeling about um, – uh, the pitch clock and how that's going. I haven't watched a ton of baseball. I really won't watch a lot of baseball until the playoffs, really. Uh, but I do watch all of the highlights. I, I love baseball highlights because there's always either a home run or a cool catch. Yeah. Baseball has great highlights. It does. It you does. Know? I'll give it to him. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Amaral says, how soon is soon? Um, as soon. As, as soon as we can. But I will say the excitement behind the stage. Mm-hmm. Is, is it a fever pitch? This is like Drew Barrymore, Jimmy Fallon fever pitch. Um, never and, seen that. Never, what? Dude, you have that movie is fantastic. It is so good. It is, it is underrated. It is underratedly maybe one of the greatest sports comedies all time. I've never seen fever pitch. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it was like a rom com. It's a rom-com. Oh, 100 Okay. All right. I can do rom-coms. Uh, Freddie Irma, we're going to talk about O'Neill Cruz with Jose Ruckus in the 130 hour. But what first, Jim? Hit that sexy graphic. Back to work. <laughs> got it, baby. He got it. All right. Uh, NBA play-in games start tomorrow. First, Leighton. This is, what, the third year of the play-in game? Yes, first the third year. Third yeah, year? And I'm consulted. Do you like it? Because I love it. I like it. I just hate the fact that my team is – can we say we're the Atlanta Hawks, we're a playoff team. I like, know we're a play-in team. Mm-hmm. Then we can go to the playoffs. Um, yeah. So I think that's actually kind of what I like about it is it adds a new roast to sports. Like, yeah. that team's a play-in team type thing. But I love it. I, I think give everybody a chance, just like that one more swing at this, and then we can I, get to that spot. I personally think every sport uh, with the, the, the amount of regular season games played mm-hmm. – should have some sort of play-in tournament, especially baseball. Yes. There needs to be – you play 162 games and you only have eight teams going for a play? Like, you yeah. need to have 20 teams in some sort of crazy round-robin tournament that then whittles down to then play the top four seeds. Fine. You want your top four seeds on both sides to have buys and whatever. They deserve that after 162 games. But 162 games – because – and I know this is supposed to be about the NBA. And again, we can talk to Jose Ricas about it, but there needs to be a world in which your games in baseball aren't a moot point in yeah. August with yeah. 40 games to play. Maybe that, yeah, they should change the entire month of September to being a Agreed. play-in. Agreed. The entire month of September is a play-in. Um, totally. I'm, yeah, see, this is interesting. Like, you don't know what stories are going to come out of this. You know, well, the, like we were talking so much about the Lakers, but what if the Timberwolves knocked them out? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it wouldn't be the Timberwolves, right? Because in the play-in, uh, the loser of the seven-eight then goes to play the winner of the nine-ten. So that's if, the part I love the most about the play-in. Me too. That's it. It's it's a yes. double elimination. That's yeah. the best part about the the play-in. So then they would either go to play New Orleans, who I 
think would probably beat OKC. Uh, okay. I, Zion is what semi healthy all the time. Like he's semi-healthy. not healthy at all. No, right? No. Well, I, no, I take that back. I think Zion is healthy. I think that they just don't want to play him right now. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's there's um, something going on there. I think it's one of those wait around, play another year for the Pelicans. I like get a full season in and gets traded away. So we'll see. It's such goes. a shame because he is Oviogo says Zion is not going to play Z- Zion. It's so sad because the dude is so effing talented mm-hmm. and he is just, he's hurt. He's just always hurt. And that sucks. It really does. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's wise not to play him. Don't ruin the chemistry. Okay, OVO Ghost making solid opinions. Okay, so if LA goes and beats Minnesota, mm-hmm. then then I mean Memphis is a <clears throat> ginormous hurdle. But do you are you? I mean, you talked about it last week. Are would you be scared if you're Memphis of LA? Yes, yes, I would. Here's the thing, because LeBron, I'm gonna do this. LeBron is like Tom Brady. He just is. He just is, okay. and you can never sit there and say this this win is in stone. Like you have to play out the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think the worst thing that could happen for any other team in the West is the Lakers make it to the playoffs. I think they'll make a run. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think you're wrong. And if Anthony Davis can stay healthy too. Oh yeah, that's it. Look the hell out. All right, let's look at the East. Um, oh God. So, so listen, you, you have two games to play regardless. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want um, – would you rather play Boston or would you rather play Milwaukee? If I'm you, I'd rather play Boston – or I'd rather play Milwaukee. I, that's just me. No. You would want you Boston. rather die by lightsaber or would you rather <laughs> die greater Tokyo? <laughs> of course. It's like, ah, well, I get a fight with the lightsaber. Right <laughs> um, no, because I, I, I went to the Hawks-Celtics game when the Celtics came in town this season, and it okay. was disgusting. It was just okay. gross. Every single player on that Celtic starting five can create their own shot. As you all know, the Hawks, we only have Trey Young. Um, even though John Collins has been getting a really nice three-point uh, shot, um, I'd rather – I'd. oh, my gosh. I think I would rather the Bucks only because I really hate the Celtics. Mm. I really do. One of my closest friends is a Celtics fan. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So, you, Okay. So, And then what team – if you – let's just say you lose the 7-8 game, would you rather play Toronto or Chicago? Um, I'd rather take. Um, I'd rather take Chicago. Okay, see, I'd lean towards Toronto. Yeah, I just don't think there's a lot of bite. bite. I don't think there's a lot of bite in those claws of the Raptors. To be no, honest. there's not. Yeah, I mean, it's the fact that we both ended forty-one and forty-one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen a team be exactly average. Yeah. <laughs> like, like perfectly average they perfectly. are the definition of 41 and 41 yes uh Obio ghost says uh, i'll take boston if i'm atlanta and 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 pray tatum and brown foul out early yeah the issue is who on our team is going to foul them out without being fouled out themselves yeah. like uh now i heard jalen brown had stitches in his hand that's the only hope okay <laughs> only hope Praying for injury. Freddie Amrell, hate to say it, but I feel like the Kings are the most likely upset victims. Okay, well, let's go into the next one. Jim, hit it. I agree. What? Back to work. Let's Then let's talk about the actual uh, NBA playoff picture, okay? <laughs> like I'm going to... Let, let, <laughs> let's do... <laughs> Let's talk about the real teams. <laughs> the real teams. All right. So, okay. Uh, actually, you know what, Jim? Bring that graphic back up. 
is I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a little word association with Layton. Okay, here we go. All right, I'm gonna give you. You give me one word okay. for each team in the West, and I'm in one word for each team in uh, the East. Okay, or like a, a small sentence, like how you feel. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Denver. False number one. Okay. I I was gonna say wannabe. <laughs> okay, we're all to say yeah. Okay. Right, like yeah. Denver. Denver's like the Houston Texans of old, right? Mm-hmm. Good and really, really good enough to lose in the first or second round. Yes. Okay. That's that's always who the Nuggets are. Uh, Jay Spacey, go Boston. Uh, hell no, light the beam. Okay. Uh, Phoenix. Um, they are the Grim Reaper. Okay. Yeah. Grim I was going to say uh, something in the terms of scary when on. Yeah. Right. Uh, and they, they have, they're fearless and they have been for the last couple of years. Uh, and, and, and being at that four seed, I think is kind of perfect for them because, you know, it's, I'm just on an easier path to the finals, but I yeah. like where Phoenix is. Uh, Clippers. Dark horse. Wow. I was going to say golfing early. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I understand these references. That's sort of like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to be on the golf course in a week and a half, two weeks. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that, I don't think the Clippers beat Phoenix. I don't think the, the Clippers. It's, it's the Dennis Green press conference. They are who we thought they were. The Clippers are always that. They're yeah. always that. Teaching a winning culture is so hard. And the Clippers just aren't there yet. I don't know what it's going to take. Um, well, actually, I know what it is going to take. I think they're going to have to get a totally new roster. I, uh, Yeah, they're going to have to like build around a new superstar. Something feels as though Kawhi and PG are kind of in their pocket. Yeah. So I, that's why I understand why you're saying golfing early. Yeah, golfing early. All right, Sacramento. Um, sneaky bandits. I was gonna say like yeah, like a a, a raccoon in a trash can. Yeah, but like, like uh, the raccoon always gets caught anyway. So it's like they yeah. scare you for a minute and you're like, oh, I got you. So right. I don't, that's me saying I don't think they're gonna make it out the first round. When I first moved to LA, I was working at a bar, so I'd come home very late at night, and I, the bar was walking distance from my house. So I'm mm-hmm. walking down the street one night and I see a possum in the middle of the road and it is huge. And it like looks at me and goes like, hey, and I, dude, I've never run faster in my life. <laughs> That's what I think Sacramento is. I think it's a, it's a street possum. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Golden State. Um, I had a term for them, but the word association. Um. I think they are – I don't know what term to use for this one. I think they're a burning candle, right? Is when it when you're around it – I got you it. Could, you could get burned, right? I got it. But the slightest breeze could blow it out. Go ahead. What do you got? Yeah, they're stale Sprite. Stale – you know, when the, there's too much ice and you let it melt too much. Yeah. You, you know that like, ah, the flavor's still there. You're yeah. Like, oh, yes, but what makes the sprite great is the fizz, and the fizz is gone. So there's still sprite. Ovio Ghost, the sack fan, uh, Jay Spacely, he's he's thinking Memphis, Golden State. Wait, yeah. that, Memphis isn't playing Golden State. They're going to play either the Lakers or the uh, Timberwolves, basically. Does the winner uh, of the game play Golden State in Sacramento? No, the winner of the uh, plays Memphis. The winner of the 
the play. You know I'm saying the winner of whoever comes out of that Memphis first round. Yeah, would go on to play Golden State. But don't they reseed? Don't they reseed like the like the play like the NHL? No, the one for yeah, one through six is set. Everybody's just fighting for seven and eight. No, no, I know that, but I'm saying like in the playoffs. So let's just say Denver gets knocked out okay. by the eighth seed, then they would play the highest remaining seed. That's how it works. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh just like in hockey. All right, finally in the West, Memphis. One word or sentence. Oh, um, hmm. bark, no bite, bark, no bite. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say holstered weapon. (laughs) No, too soon. That was very soon. (laughs) That was very soon, but I get it. (laughs) Uh, Freddie Emerald saying they don't recede. Are you sure about that? Look at Google. Somebody Google that for me. Because I you I think they would have to. It, it doesn't the the highest seed just can't go and play the. It's it's like in hockey you you they reseed you via the conferences. And anyway, I mean I could be wrong. Uh, anyway, okay, let's go to the East, Milwaukee. Um, I, I think they're the truth. The truth. No yeah, receding. No view ghost knows. Okay, no receding. Uh, Cleveland. Um. Why is word association getting harder and harder? <laughs> like I'm gonna say, uh, like barely bubble. <laughs> yeah, like they. I'll like, give you that one. Oh, are they like the bench warmers? You know, like the movie, where it's like, yeah, you know, like they're good, but like, are they really? Right. They need a miracle to win. Right. Right. Uh, the Knicks. I hate them. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> uh, it, like, hopelessly hopeful. Cause they, they're all the Knicks fans. Like this is the year we're gonna do it. Let's go. I don't know why I'm going Boston on that. My accents kind of get fucked. I'm from the Bronx. Let's go Knicks. Like, so which, what borough can truly claim the Knicks? Uh, like Manhattan. Manhattan, right? Because and of- like Long Island, I guess. <laughs> and like, then part you know, of like Bronx. Brooklyn has. The Nets. The Nets. But br- most people in Brooklyn don't like the Nets. That's they true. Much rather I, do, I do know people from Brooklyn who hate the Nets. All diehard New Yorkers love the Knicks. The Knicks, yeah. They live and die. And I think, for the most part, New York people really love to just feel like the victim in the sense of, we like the Jets, the Knicks, and the Mets, and we don't care if they lose every year. We're going to love them anyway. That's, I think, the that's the overwhelming consensus of feeling there. Must be nice to live in a city where you have options. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what about Philadelphia? Um, I feel like they are another one of those. They are who they are. Yeah. Um, they're definitely going to get to the second round, but I don't look at them and say, "Oh, they could win the championship." I don't. I think they'll sneak their way into the Eastern Conference Final again. So are they also the sneaky bandits like Sacramento? I don't think there's so much as like a street possum. As much as they are like a a mangy ranch cat, like that, oh, it's... like you see it and you know what it's going to do, and you just let it happen anyway. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the process. They keep trusting the process. You know what I mean? Uh, Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn is a house of cards. There, um, Rosie has these little magnet tiles. It's okay. these like little magnet things, and she builds them up and then she knocks them over. That's basically what Brooklyn is. You can build them up, but that you'll knock them over pretty easy. 
Yeah. Okay. I'll go with that one. Yeah. Boston. I hate them too. Um. <laughs> yeah. If if Milwaukee's the truth, I would say Boston's the real deal. I think both teams. I look at them as the only two teams I would feel confident in winning the finals this year. Boston. Yeah. Boston. Yeah. And Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, Boston, I think, is head and shoulders above pretty much everybody in the East besides Milwaukee. They're just mm-hmm. dangerous. They're fast. Uh, they have and what they have in droves is cockiness. They got yeah. swag. They just they know how to win. They, they want to win, and they and they 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 they'll tell you about it. They're yeah. like Caitlin Clark. They're like Angel Reese. They've got the swag, man. They they have it. Yeah. Uh, Ovio Ghost asking, is Joel your MVP? I have a I have a lot of trouble with Joel Embiid. I think this year he proved to be probably the best, if not the second best player in the NBA. He's um, my MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's just been so good. He just scares me a little bit in the sense of he looks like he's always on the verge of injury. Oh, don't get me wrong. I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> he needs, when we get later into one of the segments that we're going to do today, he's on that list of okay. uh, things that, you know, get under my skin. I got you. All right, Jim, hit it. Back to work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This weekend. Um, uh, like I said, Leighton, uh, was, uh, Jim, you got to change the graphic. There we go. I, I need a little precursor, you know, just in case we cut this, we want to make sure we have the thing in there. This weekend is the greatest weekend in sports. Mm-hmm. The masters this weekend. Did you, how much did you watch? Honestly? I watched the, I watched a lot on the first two days. I didn't, oh. I didn't watch any of the finals. I was busy. Sorry. Yeah. But. I watched a lot of the first two days. Like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I was out. Okay. Of it's okay. It's okay. Um, the uh, the thing about the Masters this year was the entire mm-hmm. story was weather, right? Yeah. The first two days, first one and a half days, the weather was great and the scoring was low. Brooks Kepka got out to a big lead, and then the weather came in, and you saw these guys playing one a completely different golf course and two a completely different game. The rain was coming down so hard. Guys on eighteen are usually hitting it about 290, 300 mm-hmm. yards uphill. They were hitting it two hundred and thirty yards, okay. two hundred and forty. So the rain was so, it was so cold. The rain was so bad. Um, they, there was no lightning. They had to call it because the rain was soaking the course so bad. They were basically playing in puddles. Oh, that's uh, and, yeah. And I thought that was some of the most exciting stuff because when you see these guys in the elements, you see one, how hard golf can be. And two, how good they are in those elements, because yeah. guys like us, I would be at the bar. I'm not, don't put, if, I don't, if it's raining, I'm not playing. I'm sorry. I love, I mean, golf. I'll be in the elements. I'm just not playing golf. I'm probably running yeah. around just. <laughs> yeah but then when the rain stopped yesterday was one of the greatest golf days in the history of golf and i'll tell mm-hmm. you why you woke up first thing in the morning and they finished the third round then you had about two hours to go enjoy your family easter have some eggs have some ham and then watch the whole final round and they got the whole final round in and john rom from spain is he's the best golfer in the world right now and there's only maybe two or three four guys that can really, when they step up to the tee and they've got a lead, because wi- winning in golf when you are favored to win is very, very hard. It rarely happens. That's okay. why gambling on golf is really tough. Because, listen, going into the tournament, John Rahm was like plus 380. So that's like okay. really good odds for you to take it. Um, whereas Scotty Scheffler, who was the returning champion, 
plus like 295. Again, these are really good odds if you're a gambler, but predicting a winner in golf is really, really difficult. Yesterday, Brooks Kepka, Live Golf, it was going to be like, hey, I'm the winner from Live, and this is the controversy we're going to start, and this is what it's going to be. And John Rom just squashed it. He oh, was God. just undeniable. It was awesome. The hard part for me, I think, and the realis- the realization of the whole tournament is that I-, I think that Tiger Woods should just retire. Yes. It yes. is really hard to watch the man play golf. Yeah. And it's really sad. Because oh, Phil yeah. Mickelson I mean, came it, in. When I saw the videos on Twitter, I, I fell for him. I Awful. Yeah. Apparently, last year during the PGA Championship, Jason Day said one of the screws in his foot slipped and was popping out of his skin. And he that's why he withdrew from the tournament. This man, is a, he is a tough man. But you, it it's is tough. super, super sad. Because if his body had held up, and he not made some bad decisions younger, like, you know, training with the Navy SEALs. Then he hadn't gotten that car accident. And the entire golfing world wants him to win. They do. Yeah. Uh, I think, I mean, I don't think there's a world in which he isn't, the, his records are almost untouchable. Does he win? <clears throat> does he win one or two more Masters? And that's no, the, I don't think, he, I don't think he, he stopped yeah. that five. Yeah, I think it's done. And it, it pains me to say it. And you want, you want him, but... No, I was saying like if those in like car wreck, all that stuff doesn't happen. Oh, potentially surpass because isn't it? Nicholas has has the most masters, six. Right? Yeah, Jack Nicholas has like, six. He's at yeah. five. So yeah. Oh, if he doesn't get in the car wreck, I think we're looking at. You know, he probably would have had like one or two more like minor back surgeries, and he would have played less and less tournaments. But I think we're looking at like probably two more Masters and maybe a fluke British Open, aka the Open Championship, and mm-hmm. possibly a fluke PGA. I don't think he wins another U.S. Open. That's okay. the hardest tournament to win in golf, for sure. Got it. Um, and, and here's a crazy stat: John Rahm is the first guy from Europe ever to win a Masters in a U.S. Open oh. ever. To win those two tournaments okay. in history. That is, didn't even think about that. It's a wild, wild, wild stat. But uh, the Masters proved to be what we had hoped it would be on Sunday. It was an incredibly exciting day. And, uh, you know, as a golf fan, it uh, it only happens once a year. I know, it's, it's a tearjerker. I mean, shout out to Justin Thomas. He gave, or yeah, Justin Thomas gave us like some of the greatest memes ever. So, no. Uh, Justin Thomas. No, I. Which wait, who are you thinking of? The one he he withdrew, and it's him standing in the rain, just upset. I put it. I put it all. Across. Oh, Justin Thomas missed the cut, but Tiger got in because Justin Thomas missed the cut, and that he bogeyed the last three holes. Yeah. Well, all of Sitting Justin Thomas's reactions are just hilarious. It's the best yeah. pictures I've seen in a while. So he's got. Yeah, he's, he's got a meme a lot in group chats. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I hope that one day, Layton, I can get you to watch like entire golf tournaments. Okay. And, and hang on every shot you, and okay. really get into it. I got really far this year, though. Yeah, I'm proud really of you. Far, so. Yeah, I'm proud yeah. of you. Um, hey, Jim, we're going to skip uh, the next couple, and we are going to go to baseball because I see Jose Ruckus backstage, and I don't want to take up uh, his entire day because we're running a little bit behind it. So let's go to let's go to some baseball. Hit the graph. And live with his mustache, he tweeted today, it's hot dog season. And I responded, hot dogs are trash. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Jose Ruckus. Yeah. 
What's up, guys? How's it going? Good, Good to man. see you, buddy. How yeah. you? How you... <laughs> that was like the... <laughs> that awkward. I thought you were gonna come in with a question. Uh, man, I'm I'm excited to be on the show today. It's hot dog season, like I said. It's first day of hot dog season. We've had yeah. really bad weather in California for the last month. Today's like yes. the first really warm day, so yeah. hot dog season full effect. Uh, what do you, do you are you ketchup, mustard, onion, relish? What are we talking on a dog? Um, most of the time, I'm just ketchup and mustard. Occasionally, I'll do a little onion. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Layton, what do you what do you got? Um, I recently got into the whole relish thing. I'm not Ooh. a sauerkraut guy, dude. No not sauerkraut. No sauerkraut. Okay. How do you feel about the Chicago dog with all of the tomatoes and uh, you know all that kind of stuff? I could I can do that. It's not my favorite. I like to keep it simple on most things that I do. So, okay. but uh, Chicago dog's fine. Okay, okay. Uh, my favorite thing to do with a hot dog is throw it out the window. All right, thank you, guys. <laughs> That's All right, Jose, we're two weeks plus. Like with what twelve days into the baseball season, what have yep. you taken away so far? What it, what has been the highlights? Um, the highlights for me have mostly been like what's going on with the Rays. They're starting off the season nine and zero, which is like the first time since the mm. wild card this has ever happened. Wow. It's pretty crazy. Okay. I thought the Blue Jays were going to really dominate that division, but yeah, it's crazy. So that's kind of been the highlight for me is what seeing what's going down with the Rays. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you watch? Did you see the bench clearing brawl? Was it yesterday or the day before with yeah. the Pirates? My mm-hmm. my Pittsburgh Pirates. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, that was a crazy situation because, yeah, there's a, there's a little single. The guy runs in from third, and there's a collision. The guy breaks his ankle. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, just this bench-clearing brawl. Um, it didn't look like it was a, wrong, right? Like, it didn't look like the catcher was wrong. No, honestly, the, the, the runner was the one who messed up there. Like, yeah, yeah. he slides way too late. He's running on the inside of the baseline when the catcher's on the inside, which is not what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Base running's really bad in baseball. It has been for the last couple of years right now. And I think mm-hmm. that this is like this is like big consequences for having bad base running. Yeah. Yes. Is have have you noticed like I know that the bases are bigger this year? Do they look bigger out there? I haven't so I haven't noticed like they don't physically look bigger, okay. but you can definitely tell there's been some steals where it's like if that base was just a tiny little bit smaller, he's not making that. So it's that's actually had an effect on the game as far as I've seen. Okay. How are you feeling about the pitch clock? I'm loving the pitch clock. Okay. I'm loving it. Yes. The pitch clock has, it's fixed one of my favorite things in baseball that's been bad for the last couple of years, which is I love a pitcher's duel. I love two pitchers Mm. just playing the best, you know, throwing just amazing stuff. Nobody's getting any hits and stuff. But for the past couple of years, those games have turned into four-hour games. So it's not fun anymore. Now these are the shortest games you get in baseball is when two pitchers are just really dealing. You're getting like a two-hour game. It's It's been incredible. Has there been a surprise uh, player that has kind of stood out to you? So far, no. I don't think anybody's really made any, like, kind of show. Um, it's it's more been the opposite. Some players we thought were going to be good haven't been too good. And then the guys you really expect to be good are being about as good as you, you would think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leighton, you got anything for Jose? What do you got? Um. What's up with the Padres? So, you know, they came in town, embarrassed the crap out of my Braves. Um, And, of course, you know, they were, I'm not mistaken, they were a couple games away from making the World Series these couple past years. They made a deep playoff run, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Um, Should we, should MLB fear the Padres this year? Because they look really Yes, absolutely. The Padres, the Padres are spending a lot of money 
mm-hmm. compete with the Dodgers. The Dodgers, because I'm San Francisco Giants fan, so Padres, Dodgers, we've all been in the same division. The Dodgers have been destroying our division for a decade yeah. now, uh, spending huge amounts of money to to get all basically every good player in baseball has been a Dodger for the last 10 years. Yeah. Uh, the, the Padres are matching that now they went out, they've signed Manny Machado to a huge contract. They went out and got Juan Soto. They're getting everybody right now. And I don't know if it's going to pay off. I really don't believe that you can buy a ring, but they're going to dominate the NL for at least a couple of years. Yeah. Have That's you been cool. to Petco? I've never made it down to Petco. It's like the only baseball park in California. I haven't been to yet. Highly recommend you'd all enjoy Petco. The best is there's a $10 ticket where you just walk around the stadium and try every beer at the beer stands. It's, oh, wow. It's pretty that good. sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. Um, is there a, like early season thus far? Uh, obviously, you said the Rays are kind of running away with things. Is there, and you know, Leighton just said, what to think of the Padres. I was thinking the same thing. I would, I, I would honestly root for the Padres. I kind of like that franchise. I like that city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that they've been a perennial loser and they're trying to buy their way in. Um, because <laughs> I, I, I do like that about baseball. And, and for me, a Pittsburgh Pirates fan who our ownership is like, we don't want to buy in. We want our, we want to yeah. keep our fans angry and we want to have an average baseball team and have really high draft picks and then sell those draft picks when they're good. Um, I. Is, is there a team, is there like a dark horse team that you see maybe making a run that don't doesn't like yeah. a, maybe typically make a run? Um, I think that the Seattle Mariners are going to build off what they did last year. I think they have a really exciting team and they've added a couple pieces to it. Um, Julio Rodriguez, J-Rod, I think he's the best young player in baseball right now. Okay. That's a team that um, I think is going to build on the success they had last year and potentially make a deep, deep playoff run. Okay. All right, good to know. I like it. I like it. All right, last question. Uh, I, I will leave you with um, your favorite activity at a baseball park. Do you keep score? Do you are you do you talk to the people around you? Are you are you very like keyed in? And to add on to that, have you ever caught a foul ball? Um, so I have not ever caught a foul ball. Honestly, I don't want a foul ball coming anywhere near me when I'm at a really? baseball game. I okay. don't, I don't want it. I don't want anybody paying attention to me. I don't wow. want the pressure on me. I don't want it. Get, get, get it away from me. Okay. Um, my favorite, I'm all about the food when I go to the park. That's okay. especially because, you know, I go to Giants games. Mostly I go to several games a year. The Giants have incredible food at their park. So there's always the okay. clam chowder on cold days hot dogs, Ghirardelli hot chocolate. They just added a bunch of macaroni and cheese options at the park and stuff. So yeah. And um, crab fries is a new thing at the park. Whoa. Dungeness. Wait, I'm I'm excited. Are the, have the giants done what most MLB teams have done is like built these cities around the stadium or is everything still focused on the stadium? Yeah. So, I mean, during the, like the peak of Barry Bonds, they built, um, they built this brand new park right on the Bay. It's, awesome. it's I, it's, it's gotta be top five baseball parks ever. It's, it's 100%. a really incredible park. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's now they, a lot more stuff has been built up over there. They just built the warrior stadium right next to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. a really, really cool spot. <laughs> It's hot. I mean, there there's only what five parks, six parks in baseball that are on water. You've got Pittsburgh, uh, uh, Petco, um, AT and T, where the Giants play. Uh, trying to think, there's there's Who else is on I the think water? there's two. Anyway, if you go to if you go to San Francisco and you go to Pittsburgh, both on oh uh, Riverfront, obviously in Cincinnati, they're yeah. they're on a river. Um, 
but uh those those parks the views will keep you coming back yeah any any single one of those parks um the uh, dodgers i believe dodgers giants this week uh yeah tonight starts tonight gonna be some gonna be some big games giants not not very good unfortunately but Mm. we usually play the the dodgers very well so i'm hoping tonight's gonna be a good one Heck yeah. Uh, you guys can see Jose Ruckus every Wednesday. Don't cause a ruckus 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Jose, we're just going to keep bringing you back and you're our baseball expert. And anything else that you want to talk about? Uh, I, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this right now. Okay. You give me, give me your World Series prediction. If either one of those teams wins the World Series, I will eat two hot dogs in front of you on this show. Okay. Uh, my picks are going to be the Atlanta Braves. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> and I, honestly, I said this on the show, um, but I just think both of these teams are um, really, really incredible right now. I think it could be a repeat of the, the previous World Series. I wouldn't be surprised at all if it's Phillies again or Astros. So, uh, but I'm going to go. You it's said it's tough. <laughs> I'm going to go Phillies Astros. I'm just going to go repeat. Wow. Okay. Anyone, either one of those teams makes it or wins it. Two hot dogs for my boy Jose Ruckus right here. Awesome. Thanks, Jose. Keep that mustache fresh. Uh, you guys can see him across social media as well. And don't cause a ruckus right here. Live fan controlled sports. You're the man, Jose. Talk to you soon, buddy. Bye. See ya. Wow. He had no <sighs> up. He, dude, he I, I, I love his passion for baseball. Like, yeah. And- oh, we don't see the Giants until August. Huh. Okay. I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get to go to a game uh, last year during season two of fan control football. Oh yeah. My favorite, I think my favorite thing about the Braves stadium, there's seats along the baseline, the Mm -hmm. third baseline. Okay. And if you go down in the club, uh, it's a moonshine place. Yeah. They sell a moonshine sweet tea. Is it good? Oh, it's so good. And I still have the video of my boys and I singing. Oh, Canada. (laughs) Drunk, <laughs> yeah, we're, and the Blue Jays singing "Oh Canada Drunk." Just, yeah, that's a good one. It's a great song. Oh Canada is a great, great song. Great song. Yeah. Um, the uh, uh, I got a, a tweet from a friend. So there's this iced tea brand in Pittsburgh. It's called Turner's. Okay, mm-hmm. and they're delicious. I, I, it's this carton. It's a, it's sweet tea. It has sugar in it, and you know I like unsweetened iced tea. Uh, this yeah, is yeah. the only sweet tea that I like to consume. So uh, Iron City is the name of the brewery in Pittsburgh. And they have Iron City and Icy Light and a couple others. And mm-hmm. Iron City is, it's river water. It's disgusting. Icy Light's actually a pretty good light beer. But Iron City merged with Turner to make mm-hmm. a spiked iced tea. And the I, dude, I, I'm so excited to go back to Pittsburgh and buy hundreds of these. Like everywhere I go, I'm just going to be drinking these things. I'm, I'm going to try and sneak them back. I might even bring an empty checked luggage just to bring back Turner iced tea. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you that. I mean, I haven't been excited for a new drink release since Crown put Crown and Coke in the can. Oh, that cra- But so remember, good. they had them at the stadium in season two. So great. So and great. they're strong. They're strong. Super strong. The peach ones are my favorite. So. Oh, the peach one is right. delicious. I might run to the store tonight. And just- oh, man. That <laughs> Braves, sounds so Braves, good. Braves play at 720. Uh, all right, Jim, we're going to go to the WNBA, but hit that graphic. Back to work. Good at it. He's getting good. Yeah, yeah. All right. On it. Um, oh, Leighton, let's talk about the WNBA draft. It's tonight, Monday, April 10th. Uh, walk me through. Eastern. 
All right. Uh, I mean, the, the biggest thing is I just wanted to talk about the, the top five teams. So the top five teams that are drafting are the Indiana Fever, the Minnesota Lynx, the Dallas Wings, um, and the Washington Mystics and the Dallas Wings again. Um, okay. But the, the player to really look out for is number one, Aaliyah Boston. Uh, she was the big. And like I said, this segment is going to be quick. But uh, Aaliyah yeah, Boston's going in number one. So she's probably going to end up with the Indiana Fever. Don't know if that's really going to improve their team overnight, though. Um I mean, right now there's this whole thing with the WNBA about super teams, which is Las Vegas and New York right now. Okay. Um, but I do think everyone should tune in. Um, next year's draft class is actually the better draft class. That's the one that's going to have Angel Reese and well, no, it's going to have Caitlin Clark in it. Caitlin Clark. Um, but like I said, this was really, really fast. Um, just look out for that. Would tonight. you tank for Caitlin? Would you like how you know how like there was tank for Tua oh, no, of course. Of course. and there was a uh, tank for Trevor. What would the Caitlin thing like cl- cl- collapse for Caitlin? I guess that would be it. Collapse yeah. for Caitlin? Yeah, I would do that, right? No, I definitely would. Um, again, I think she's a generational talent. Um, I don't see how you don't try your hardest to get her. So yeah, no, I'd say you tank for Caitlin. Okay, collapse for I- Caitlin. All right, um, let's talk some television, Jim. Back to work. I got to give a shout out to our buddy, Patrick Dees. Mm-hmm. He said, you got to watch beef. So I watched the first episode. My wife hated it. I okay. texted Layton. I said, Layton, can you watch beef before the show? And what happened, Layton? I'm on episode five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on episode five. Like, um, Okay. The reason why I like this show is I've never watched anything like this conceptually. Yeah. That's Me neither. Yeah. I've never, this is one of the coolest. I don't know how to explain it. Um, for those who haven't watched it, it's real. No simple. spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. But you said you just have these two people that get into it and they try everything you can think of to destroy each other. Just to destroy each other. And they live on they live two different worlds. They don't know each other. They have in the same moment. city, by the way. Same and city, never two seen different each worlds. Other too. Yeah. Right? Like this, yeah. That's the most I could give you all. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I am loving it. Um, I, I want to talk succession, but you don't watch succession. Uh, but I will it's say okay. last night's succession mm-hmm. was a top 10 episode of TV all time. Okay. And has supplanted succession as a top 10 TV show all time. Oh, okay. Me. It is. You know oh, I just cut you off. I'm no, sorry. I, um, is Netflix really like the new HBO or is HBO still in the running? Like, have they still commanded that? No, HBO stuff, as far as awards go and as far as, you know, um, I don't want to, high quality is not the word. I think it's like, pre, I would say premium television. Yeah. You're not going to beat HBO. Yeah. HBO stuff is just so good. Uh, and Netflix will always have a, a spike and Amazon will have a spike mm-hmm. and Hulu will have a spike. Here, Apple TV will have a spike, right. but across the board, HBO, every show they release, maybe one miss here and there, but that's it. I don't know if I've seen a miss on HBO. It doesn't happen often. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's, and again, if you're watching Beef, I highly, highly recommend. I wrote yeah. in the comments, the ultimate squirm TV. If you like TV that makes you feel kind of icky inside. And also, like, literally squirming in your seat. This is your show. But that's the thing. I didn't – maybe I'm weird. I haven't squirmed at anything. I've just been so, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And and it's – Maybe I'm more squirmable. 
maybe, maybe I'm maybe squirmish. a more squirmy. Squirmish. Is it squirmish? Squirmish. I think it's that's the word. Should we put a poll up, Jim? Is the word squirmish or squirmier? Or squirmier? Squirmable? Squirmable, squirmish, and squirmial? Squirmful? Squirmful. Well, yeah, there we go. <laughs> what did you ask me to do? How dare you, <laughs> Jim? That's where you just shut me off. <laughs> Only the work. first one is correct. Yeah, just Sam the back to work. Just shut me up. <laughs> uh, Ovo uh, Go says Netflix is a binge watch app. Mm -hmm. HBO is a quality over quantity approach. You got to wait for weekly drops of your on your favorite shows. True, although HBO Max does have some. Um, uh, bingeable stuff as well, yeah. but I agree with you, Obio Ghost. Well said. I, I will say this I am happy that I've caught up on certain series now. So, the two series that I'm actually tapping in with every week is Ted Lasso oh. and this season's of South Park. Okay, those are the two shows that I like every week. I'm like, all right, I gotta watch it now, and I'm happy mm -hmm. to have something like that. So, gotcha. I've never been a South Park guy. Oh, it's never. hilarious. Well, the yeah, season I'm that I always tell people go watch, I think it's season 19 is when they handle they attack gentrification. Okay. They specifically attack uh, Whole Foods as a franchise. <laughs> so season 19, that's probably the show that'll get you locked in. I can't believe they've had that many seasons, but it makes sense. I think it started airing my freshman year of high school. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wild. Uh, okay. Uh, Leighton, you saw Air this weekend? I'm very that jealous. Uh, this is the... Thank you. Air. I've been circling this in my calendar. I really, really, really want to see this. Loved it. Loved okay. it. Um, all right. So, of course, I took my beautiful girlfriend, Rachel, with me to yeah. go watch it. And honestly, after leaving the movie, we said the same thing. It reminds me of fan control sports. Really? Yeah, it does. Like the when you watch it, you're going to immediately draw to the story because hopefully our like one thing I want our fans to understand is what we're doing here at fan control sports has never been done. Mm -mm. So it takes a certain level of guts um takes a certain level of just like confidence and a little bit of crazy to do what we're doing here and that's yes. all this story is about like um of course they don't they don't show the guy playing michael jordan at all like they don't show his face they don't show him at all right that no, jeff told me that okay. all you see is his hands in the back of his head um or you'll see him like walking but okay. the the whole thing um is really between um sunny vaccaro sunny Figar F gosh sunny vaccaro yeah. And Michael Jordan's mother. That's really it. And then uh okay. uh is it Ben Affleck plays um Phil, Phil Knight. Knight. Yeah. He does a good job there. Um Okay. And I am glad to see Chris Rock in the movie. Chris and Matt Damon Vaccaro. plays Sonny Vaccaro? Matt Damon plays Sonny Vaccaro. Chris Tucker plays um Howard. I forgot his first name. Um and then Marlon Wayans is in this as well. So it was actually a really good cast overall. I heard uh, and Chris Tucker, how was he? Oh, he's great. His character's yeah, great. Um, I love Chris Tucker. So I do want to see, yeah, I do want to see him back in movies now. Like, I hope this is a rebirth. I think you mentioned that on the Fan Control show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, so, I, I love, I love documentaries that mm -hmm. are acted. Right, like I love this, like true stories about something. Even though I know the story, a kind of, right. Mm -hmm. I, but. I love when they, I, I just love stories that are real, like the real life stories and they put actors in it and they basically yeah. make a documentary with mm -hmm. just better editing and acting, right? I yeah. love that style of filmmaking. I love that stories, uh, th those kind of stories, even though I know that's going to be, that's what, that's what gets me so excited. I think in these, these concept like movies like that, 
the entire thing is, is the acting good? Is it, instead of it being an impression of these guys, are they acting in, in earnest as them? So I think they are. That's okay. why I, I really enjoy Ben Affleck as Phil Knight, because we don't really, we don't get a lot of stories about Phil Knight as a person. In fact, I'm reading his book, Shoe Dog. Okay. Um, and a lot of the book is like, I'm this just kid who has a dream and I'm just trying, but it shows like he's a self-righteous, um, you know, Buddhism practicing CEO that throws all these feel good quotes at people, but he's like living this lavish, selfish life. But then it also shows that he's like, I don't trust you all. This is who I am. This is my company. Like it was perfect in my kind of a little like Steve Jobsy. Yes. He was very Steve Jobsy. Okay. And then Matt Damon is his whole character is like, yo, you just got to believe. He reminded me a lot of Adam Sandler in uh, the basketball movie he did. Um, Can I remember the name of it? Uh, uh, Hustle. Yes. That's yes. that's kind of how Sonny Vaccaro is in this movie. He's like yes. that. Like, hey, look, I'm this basketball guy. You brought me here to do basketball. I know what I'm talking about. Perfect. Okay. So the fact that Matt Damon is playing Sonny Vaccaro is hysterical because Sonny Vaccaro does not look like Matt Damon. Nothing like him. Nothing. No. But I will say this. Sonny Vaccaro mm-hmm. from Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. From nice. Pittsburgh. I figured I figure he wasn't actually from California. Portland, California. No, he's one of those Pittsburghers that got up there. He's a hustler, man. He's a hustler. Uh, And I love, I love his story. Um, I I really enjoy everything about Sonny Vaccaro. Some people kind of blame him for what AAU basketball has become this cash money machine, but Hey, it's producing incredible basketball player. And guess what? The the basketball that he has created to this day led to NIL deals. Yes. Yeah. Because, and and they talk about that at the end of him being a part of that NCAA, yeah. Um, court. If you if you saw this weekend, there there was an amateur that made a run. His name was Sam Bennett, right? Mm-hmm. I was talking to you about him on Friday. No amateur has has been that high up on the leaderboard after thirty six holes since nineteen fifty two. Clayton, okay. So, but if you noticed, he looked like another pro because of nil deals. Three different sponsors, a hat sponsor. Usually, when the when the amateurs go and play in the Masters, the U.S. Open, or something like that, they're just wearing like their college hat, or they're just wearing basic clothes. They're not wearing anything from a sponsor because they can't yeah. be. But now with the NIL deal, these college golfers can now make money. That is awesome to me. Who would you awesome. want to be your NIL sponsor in golf? If you could pick a company, Callaway. That's okay. the clubs I play, and then I would a Titleist Ball because uh, I play a Titleist Ball. But all Callaway stuff. That's that's always been my clubs. Um, and clothing wise, Travis Matthew, all their stuff is really nice. Okay. Yeah, and some, that's what I basically would look like John Rum. <laughs> we've got the same, we've got the same beard height. Did you notice how high his beard is? We've got like same beard height, like way up into the, Do you have like a, a picture of John Rom now, like on your mirror. Yeah, because he's got a real short backswing. I've got a short backswing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, if I was if I was from Spain, the only thing that goes against him is that he's not from Pittsburgh. That's the only thing that goes against him. <laughs> uh, all right, Jim, let's do it. Back to work. I got a text from Jeff Kanata this morning. Okay. Okay. You guys can see Jeff on the Fan Control Show every Thursday, two thirty p.m. Pacific. That a team called the Rocket City Trash Pandas, aka raccoons, lost seven to five to the Chattanooga Lookouts. Mm-hmm. Here's the tough part: is that the Rocket City Trash Pandas no hit the Chattanooga Lookouts, 
but they still scored seven runs. Let me break it down for you. Five walks, three hit by pitches, one fielding error, one wild pitch, zero mm-hmm. hits, seven runs. <laughs> the most unluckiest thing I've ever heard in sports. Is this like... I? I, it's hard for me to put in words how this actually works. Is this like if your team in basketball makes 53 pointers and loses 153 to 150? Mm-hmm. Right? Like what else? Or, could- or it's like it's like being in football terms. It's like okay. you kick two field goals all game and then the other team scores a last minute touchdown. Yeah. Yes. And they yeah. on like a fluke Hail Mary. They stunk all day. Yeah, yes. the one offensive play that works. Well said. I think that's the one. I think that's the one. My goodness. Uh, I, but I do, I do love, I do love minor league baseball mascots, and a trash panda is a great one. Oh, it's a perfect one. I like the. Uh, I think it was the Mobile Biscuits. Yeah. Or Montgomery Biscuits. Okay, Montgomery really Biscuits. One. Um, the uh, uh, Carolina Mud Hens. That's a really one. good one. That's yeah. a really good one. Yeah. There's a uh, Richmond Flying Squirrels. Oh, I it's like really that. Good. I like that. Yeah, some of the best baseball caps out there. Oh, man, the best. Um, All right, Uh, we only have a couple more things. We are running up against it time-wise. Late night, I didn't do old man trivia today. I totally forgot. No, okay. Okay, Uh, Jim, bring up that awesome Grambling State video I sent you. Let's see. Jim has it. In terms of trash pandas. Do you think that people that own raccoons and bring them into their house are weird? Yes. Okay. All right. So this no, is a grand. I think they're animals that get harsh treatment. Like a groundhog? Like you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't bring a groundhog in your home, would you? Maybe. How do you domesticate those animals? That's the training. Anyway. You and you rub them. <laughs> that's, that's your plan? Yeah. You see them and you rub them? Right. I had so many other jokes to go with. <laughs> okay, Jim, hit this. Eyes, that's how you get a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you see them and you rub them. <laughs> Sir, that's called assault. All right. Hit the, uh, you got to put up the sound a little bit, Jim. All right. Yeah. Why aren't, why aren't all sports like this? Like, they are just. Because, Josh, they want. That because, Josh, they want sportsmanship. This is awesome. Like, how many times were you playing baseball? Like, oh, let's put on a rally cap. No, let's just sing awesome songs the whole time. Should have gone to Grambling. Should have gone to Grambling. Oh, God, no. Hate Grambling. Um, oh, really? Oh, I should have gone to Moorhead? No. Ha- no Howard? Y'all, y'all keep trying us. It's Morehouse, first off. Morehouse, Morehouse. No, Morehouse. no, um, no. my parents went to Southern. And Southern Grambling is one of the hugest college rivals, robberies uh, in the state okay. of Louisiana. Huge one. Okay, okay. Um, no, did you not play Little League Baseball growing up? I did, of course. Remember I told you I peaked in sixth grade. Oh, yeah, that's right. So y'all didn't, like, um, do disrespectful chants? Oh, yeah, it was awesome. But okay. not like they were – dude, they had, like, a drum line in there with their cleats. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, this this doesn't happen because we – the average fan doesn't think it's sportsmanship. So I'm so tired of everybody being so sensitive. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's yeah, I'm over it. Well, let's whatever. Like, listen, I'm not saying bully people into being awful. Take that away. Yeah. What happened to like a good round of just making fun of somebody? <laughs> I don't know. 
because I used to do that all the time in high school. All the time. That's actually one of my that's my way of like checking if somebody's tough or not. I'll just say like, uh, you wouldn't survive at my lunch table. Right. That's how we did every day. Yeah. Um, my brother ridiculed me every single day, all the time. And you know what? My brother's my best friend. It yes. works. Oh no, your best friends are the ones that can get that quick punch line on you or something that you think you're Dig hiding you. and they just get you. You're like, oh, Dig you. right. Like, Oh, you went there. Did you? Yeah. That's where you went. Yeah. And then you come home at the end of the night and you're like, I gotta be better. I gotta be better. I gotta be better. I'm ready to be better. Here we I'm go. Ready. All right. Last thing of the day. Um, this weekend, Jim back to work. I love messing with Jim. Jim, I love <laughs> you, buddy. You know, I love you. Um, okay. This weekend at the masters, uh, Brooks Kepka and John Rahm, very fast golfers. Mm -hmm. In the, the twosome ahead of them was a golfer by the name of Patrick Cantlay, who I actually really like. He's a great golfer. I think he's number seven in the world right now, number eight mm -hmm. in the world. Um, but he's a very slow player. Yeah. And for me, slow play on a golf course is the ultimate FU. Like, I, I've hit into groups. I have yelled. I have whistled. I have driven to greens and been like, guys. I have called the clubhouse to the marshal. Like there are people out here that are too slow. And I told you late and what I tell you on Friday, there's a rule in golf. If you're going to play bad, play bad fast. Okay. You did tell me that because I somehow talked myself into playing a round of golf with a potentially my future brother-in-law. Wow. That's crazy. Are you going to wow. ask for, are you going to ask him if it's cool if you propose to Rachel on the golf course? No, 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 no. He's dating her sister. Oh, 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 got it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. No, uh, no. Okay. But we're okay. classmates. That's the interesting thing. Ah, okay. <laughs> so uh, what this got me in is, is, is that grinds my gears. Like you wouldn't believe that. It angers me so much. But it got me thinking of what else grinds your gears in sports? Like what, what oh, really gets you? It dramatic. could be sports that you play or sports that we watch. I can't stand how soccer players react when they hit the ground. It's the most annoying <sighs> thing ever. I hate it. And I hate it when my team does it because he sits there while the other, you know, guys on the field have to finish playing, but he's still rolling around and he does the quick he look up tripped. and then goes back to crying. It's just, yeah. I hate it. I hate it. That's the only thing in soccer I hate. I, I, I think soccer is, a, is an amazing game, but it will never have the respect of Americans in that because of that. Yeah. Like we like sports like hockey and football where guys are getting drug off with their legs, right? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> gamer baller Twitch is my team giving, getting eliminated first or second round every year. Who's your team? That's what grinds your gears. That makes sense. That I get that. Uh, I hate Leighton. I hate mm -hmm. icing the kicker. I hate it. I think it's so That's stupid. That's tough for me because I've, I've, I'll send you the highlight. Actually, it involves Grambling. That's how that's how we beat Southern beat Grambling back in I want to say 2019. They iced okay. and won the value classic as it's called. So I like the I like icing the kicker. Uh, gamer baller twitch cowboys. Yeah, the cowboys kind of grind my grind my gears. Yeah, they grind my body's gears. I I feel I'm sorry for you guys. Obio Ghost uh, offensive holding on running <laughs> plays. <laughs> offensive holding you you didn't call it when they tackled the guy down yeah. before you let it go. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Holding in general grinds my gears. I, I hate holding. The, I think it's inevitable. Yes. You're going to hold. Like, if it happens on every play, why are we calling it? Yeah, stop. Okay. Uh, celebration flags. We talked about that one earlier. Yeah, those are stupid. That's another one of those. That's not sportsmanship things. It's, 
No, celebrate. let them dance. Yeah, and they they do dance very well. I like let it. them be creative. Yeah, let them flex that creative muscle because guess what? That stuff goes viral. Oh, yeah. ruthless cutie, dumb mascots. Look, we got gritty down there. Mascots Don't are the worst, Layton. Don't know what that is. Mascots are getting bad. Um, they're getting terrible overall. Although the Braves mascot blooper, he's 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 a menace. Like he really is. Yeah. Like what he did was he um what's he beat, look like? What's blooper? What is it? So he's just a big tan furry animal. He's the color of a baseball bat. That's literally he's the color of a wood bat. And he's just a furry animal. And I, I worked for the Braves when they introduced him, and we're like, This is stupid. This is yeah. terrible. But he's a he's a menace. And we beat the Dodgers to go to the World Series. So as a menace, the next season, I think the Dodgers hosted the All-Star game. Yeah. And he took pictures on their, like, uh, they have, like, the a big, big logo. Yeah. yeah, the big logo. He was taking pictures all over it and posting on Twitter. And so that's what we love about him. But I don't know what Blooper is. I don't know. Uh, Ovio Ghost says, NBA fan injections. Let them play one-on-one to stay. Now, Ooh, that's a genius that's a good idea. One. I like that, that is really good. Like the only that. problem with that one, OVO Ghost, is now you're going to start enticing people to try and get thrown out so that they can go play one-on-one. Now, I think how you mitigate that is that there is a one-on-one fan arena and there's a designated player from each team that you have to play one-on-one in order to stay. And it's like, let's go to the let's go to the one-on-one uh, camera where uh, a young man from Riverdale will be playing against John Morant. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm taking his knees out immediately. I'm sorry. I'm playing dirty. This is the go. <laughs> Just Start steamrolling them. Start yeah, steamrolling them. Um, I will say one of my my uh, my biggest pet peeves in sports is people that propose at sporting events. No, those are terrible. Especially when you haven't talked to your significant other before you do it. Don't do that. Because now you get embarrassed. Jim, do you have the video I sent you of the guy getting rejected? It looks like, is it at a, a Grizzlies game late tonight? I it was a Celtics game. I, I a saw Celtics a Celtics game. Like, See, oh. there's a, that's a bad idea, too. Yeah, You're, some guy from Boston is just going to throw something. Okay, here we go. This guy looks like Eric Andre a little bit. <laughs> His girl's jacket has too much puff. It's too much of a puff. Must have been a cold night. He's already got the ring out. Look at this coach turn around. He's like, oh, God, the look at this guy. Yeah. He looks like the back of those Gatorade chairs. Yeah. Oh, man, that's so sad. Dude, is this staged? This has got to be staged, right? It's got to be staged. I think it's staged. You know what? OVO Ghost just brought up this in the comments. Those fans after they lose a championship. Yeah. Or the players. The players who lose, they just stand there in the confetti. Yeah. So what do you think – where do you think the worst place – because we, last week we talked about the best sports proposals. Where do you think the worst place to do a uh, – like the worst stadiums, maybe the worst games? What do you um, got? Don't propose in like – let's say it's – I don't know. That's a good don't one. Don't propose – here's one. Don't propose at a tailgate. Don't do that. No, no. Don't ruin my tailgate. Okay. Get a life. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Um, don't propose in like the really bad seats, like the 500 levels. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's going to. Don't propose while the team is losing, the home team. Oh, no. Yeah, That's you, a, you inconsiderate ooh. jerk. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, don't do don't, that. And we were over last week. Don't run onto the field during the game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> XX, the phenom, <laughs> XX, don't propose, don't propose at all. At all. <laughs> Good one. Keep that at home. Oh, Fio Coast just went in like that. <laughs> 
Oh man, that is good. Uh, and if you are going to propose, make sure that like you have talked about getting married. Yeah. Here's a, here's a rule. Like my wife doesn't really like to go to sporting events. If oh. I take, if I, I, I've taken her to Steeler games, I think she had a good time, but she pretty much wanted to leave in the third quarter. Oh, we've been to penguin games. She was just kind of texting a lot. Uh, we've been to baseball games. She couldn't care less. Right. So I know that that's not her speed. Now, if your girlfriend has a Braves tattoo and she's got season tickets and she wants to go to Braves games all the time. And that is something special for you. Maybe that is a good place to propose. Yeah. That's you, you really have to gate, know your audience here. Mm -hmm. it, Ruth is cutie. Know the person. If they don't like to be in the spotlight, don't make it weird. Yeah. Ruth is yeah. cutie coming in with some knowledge. Mm. Boom. Although I will say, <laughs> I will say, there is something romantic about like an empty stadium. Like if you got special access to a stadium and it's completely empty and you like walked out and you're like, isn't this gorgeous? I like pulled these strings. She knows something special is going to happen. Mm -hmm. She obviously knows that. Or and unless like this mind. isn't planned and you actually sneak into a stadium yeah. and you propose and then the cops come get you. Uh, see? Now that's really tough. I'd risk my life for your love. Yeah. Ah. And now, now here's the thing. We are understandable people. We are, we are understanding people. Do you think cops in most cities would understand, be like, oh, it's love. Uh, you kids get out of here, enjoy your, or do you think they'd get arrested? No, no, they'd get arrested. Like, hey, look, <laughs> like, come on. Because again, you're opening it up for more people to do it. Yeah. Okay. Drake rented out Dodger Stadium for yeah, dinner mm -hmm. to, to propose. No, he just rented it out. Just oh. to flex. Wait a second. Wait a second. He yes. wanted Dodger Stadium food? Okay, I've been to Dodger Stadium. The food is tragic. It is awful. They have those they have those home club seats, Leighton, you know, where you get unlimited food? It's not yeah. unlimited drinks, it's unlimited food. And the food, even in the unlimited part, the buffet, horrendous. Yeah. Everybody talks about Dodger dogs. Dodger dogs, well, you know my thoughts on hot dogs, so whatever. But whatever. Yeah. It was a date. It was just a date. Did he have Gordon Ramsay making the dinner? Just catering. Also, the Brave Stadium, we have a brewery inside of our stadium. Wait a second. It was Mikey Williams' mom? Yeah. Is he dating Mikey Williams' mom? No. Oh. No. It was somebody. Uh, Mikey Williams is the best. Amazing. If, he, that, he if, if my mom started dating Drake, I'd be one million percent in. <laughs> Joe, whoever Johanna Leia is, she sounds like a model, right? Oh no, she is. She is. Yeah, got it. I don't know who she is, but yeah, she's a model. Back okay. to work. <laughs> I don't have any old trivia today, uh, Jim. I, I, but there's me as <laughs> that that old graphic of me. I just noticed that Jet Ruthless Cutie is getting ruthless with the graphics. That is a tough one. I look like the penguin. No, you do. You do. I look like Colin Farrell's the penguin. The, I, I, that's the, I look like the penguin. This guy. I can't show that to my wife. She'll divorce me. <laughs> Speaking of proposals, let's go straight to divorce. All right. Uh, <laughs> back to work is here every single Monday. 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Myself, Josh Makuga, Leighton Batiste, fan-controlled lay on your Instagrams and your Twitters. Wait, are you fan-controlled lay on Twitter? No, no, I'm actually just 
You should do that on Twitter. Y'all should change it. Uh, He's the man with the golden trumpet uh, and the great opinions and the great sports and entertainment talk. Uh, We are, again, we're here tomorrow, uh, Info Arcade, live at 4 p.m. Pacific. uh, Don't Cause a Wreck at 6 p.m. Pacific on Wednesday. And the Fan Controlled Show, 2.30 p.m. Pacific on Thursday live, as well as all the content on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, wherever you get content, we have content for you. Um, OVO Ghost, a former star of Light Times bringing up ballers. Leia is the mother of Sierra Canyon high school basketball player and UCLA commit Amari Bailey, a teammate mm. of LeBron James's son, Bronny James. Okay, there's the connection. Shout, Shout out, to, out Google. to Google. Hit it. OVO Ghost been the, the chat star of the week. Uh, thank you for, for chiming in, OVO Ghost. Good had, to like, see every star sticker. Like, we should. Out of you. Really good. <laughs> we, we, you have to do that when you potty train a child. You got to make like an incentive board. So she's got little stickers and stars. She gets, she's still not potty trained. It's an, it's an absolute disaster. <laughs> having, ch- having children is the most rewarding challenge in the world. And it's terrifying and amazing all at the same time. Oh, good bite. noodle stars. Good noodles. Leighton, did you buy golf clubs yet? No, not yet. But I think this week I need to do it because I, I have. You really did? I have a, you know, an outing coming up. Nice. Can you live stream the outing? No. Or give me your future brother-in-law's number. I want to call. <laughs> I should have just said, oh, no, man. Like, let, I, I, gosh. I, <laughs> you signed yourself up for disaster. <laughs> and it's the stress point that I keep trying to bury. It is just like, no. Let me tell you a quick story before we let everybody go. I was dating a girl in college, and her dad had a boat. And she's like, you want to go out on the boat? I was like, yeah, definitely. And she's like, do you know how to drive a boat? I was like, sure. Never driven a no, boat in my yeah, life. Dude, it was awful. The dad was like, get off my boat. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> sorry. Right. I'm sorry, sir. <sighs> I like oh, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, we're done with work. Everybody else, stop watching. Get back to work. We'll see you next week. Till then, out of hand. This has been a presentation of the Fan Controlled Sports and Entertainment Podcast Network. If you enjoyed the show, leave a review, subscribe to this network, follow us across all our social media channels, and tell everyone you know that the future of sports is here, and it's fan-controlled. L.F.G.